Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your daughter's hand in marriage. Nice. Good one, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this week I'm an angry bus driver who is not taking you any farther. You are not making it to Sacramento, good sir. Ah, uh, what a shame. Your name is also Luke Patrick. Oh, yeah, my name is also Luke Patrick. Yep. <laughs> I am the angry bus driver who, again, will take you no farther than this random forest on the way to Sacramento. Yes. Uh, where uh, 50% of people who get kicked off of buses die. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's how I get off. I just leave mm-hmm. them to die, and then that's that's the part where I get an erection. Oh, okay. So are you like working with a serial killer in the woods or is this just like a I'm leaving them for dead and it's it turns me on knowing that they're going to starve to death out there? So I think it's a situation where I I discovered that there is a serial killer in the area Mm. who seems to mop up what I start. But we we haven't openly communicated like I've, you know, sort of like. Right. uh, Handed people cryptic notes as they get off the bus that say things like. Thank you for your service or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's like a kill of omission. Yeah, I so think. I'm trying to think of of what the murder version of a lie of omission is because that's what this sounds like. Yeah, because um, you're not actively murdering. No, what it is is a meat cute. That's what it is. I mean, I am yeah. one face-to-face with a serial killer away from a real good, interesting meet-cute. Um, sure. Though, can't recommend that you do it, though, because... Yeah. Well, you Unless. can. Just have two other people there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the serial kill- killer can take those two people out, and then y'all can have a good time. Yeah, I agreed. I like the idea of bringing two people along. Because one person's not... That's to a serial killer, that's not quite a party. You need the double. You need to double down Mm -hmm. on the the offering that you're sort of bringing. Yeah, well, I mean, 50% of the people need to die. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you posited that statistic. Yes. Yeah, so if it's you and the serial killer and one other person, that math... That math ain't gonna work out. Yeah, it's so fifty. The fifty percent striker 
is what they're calling yes. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps writing notes to the cops. It's like, yes, I kill 50%, but what about the 50% that I don't brutally murder? No one ever wants to talk exactly. about that. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because over the years, they really just shortened it to 50 cent. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. This is a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> we are not in all seriousness saying that 50 Cent was a serial killer outside of Sacramento in the 1940s. Exactly. We're just saying that 50 Cent is a serial killer based on the canonical true happenings of the video game 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. Yeah. Yep. Allegedly. This is a joke. Um, yes, please don't hurt us. <laughs> or sue us. <clears throat> Good stuff. Excellent stuff. Yeah, so obviously we did watch 1995's A Walk in the Clouds. Yeah. Uh, and Luke, how was this walk for you? This walk was, Sam, let me let me give you the preface to my watch. The watch was fine, it okay. went great, no uh-huh. issues, me and the roomie watched it, but before that, Sam... My wife says to me, my dearly beloved, says, uh, dear sweet uh, partner of mine in life, I would uh-huh. like I would like the Taco Bell. And I said, oh, oh, no, for real. And she said, yes, she would, in fact, like the Taco Bell. That that's a cry for help. It is a cry for Taco Bell is what it is. A desperate plea for the. "Quote unquote Mexican stuff that they are serving That's... up over at the Bell, thinking outside the bun, and huh. so <laughs> we. Uh, I like that we didn't even discuss it. We did DoorDash it, um, uh huh. So we DoorDash Taco Bell, but it wasn't even a discussion whether or not I would go to the Taco Bell. We just right, assumed yeah. that the shame food would be delivered directly to my door." Sure, I just, I'm really hung up on, was was there a gunman in the house? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it, negative. So, so this is, she's of sound mind, sound body. Mm-hmm. Sound mind actually is questionable, given the sort of and Taco having, Bell request. And having recently consumed Taco Bell, probably pretty questionable on sound body as well. Yeah. 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 So, but ostensibly of her own volition. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent was was a consensual agreement huh. to receive Taco Bell. Um. Now, <laughs> two things. Huh. Firstly, yeah. you know your boy got Baja blasted. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm mm-hmm. I'm worried about y'all. Yeah, so I'm I did consume the famous Baja Blast. Uh-huh. And it was extremely tasty and probably radioactive. Yeah, did you did you eat anything? Yes. From Taco Okay. Yeah. So much like the episode uh that we did for Patreon where we ranked all the Pokemon, this has a hard timer, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Where I believe you had to go for a dinner date during that excellent Patreon exclusive that you can check out on uh-huh. uh, patreon.com slash where we rank all the Good Pokemon, plug. but not the way you think. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but on this one, I might die after another hour. Yeah. Um, I Like, honestly, if you're lucky, you'll die. Because the alternative yeah. is sort of evacuating your internal organs into a toilet. Yeah. For God knows how long. Yeah, although, Sam, for me, would that be a change? That is a firm no. So I feel like this is gonna be <coughs> rougher than the than the usual sort of <laughs> gastric experience for you, my guy. Yeah, it, it very well could be because I consumed many soft tacos, which is my order from Taco Bell. It's just the plain uh-huh. soft taco with the quote unquote meat inside. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, with mild sauce. So that was consumed. Got Baja blasted real good. Um. Sam, the other thing I was going to... Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Mild sauce. Yeah. Now, you're a good, good spicy boy. I know. Sam, thank you for bringing up what is very a very sore topic for me as of late. Oh, I'm very sorry. It's okay. I just... So, here's the list of things my body has deprived me of as I get older, right? So, mm-hmm. first it was dairy. Can't do dairy anymore. Don't make the lactase. So... Mm-hmm. And then alcoholism struck, so I can't do the booze anymore. Um, Right. I can't eat shellfish or I break out in hives and need an EpiPen. Sure. Um, So there goes lobster, crawfish, shrimp, all that stuff. And now, what did I take refuge in after all those were taken from me? Well, spicy food, as you just pointed out. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But now, apparently, as I blossom in my 30s... um, Oh, no. I cannot have the spicy food or the acid reflux kicks in and my throat constricts and I cannot swallow. So. That's tough, huh? Yeah. So, Sam, everything I love is slowly being taken from me. How about. Is this. Wonder Bread mm -hmm? dipped in water. (laughs) With with famotidine on board? Totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just dissolve a couple famotidine into a glass of water, dip the Wonder Bread in there, let it soak all that water up, and then yeah. just eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this what it means to be Baja blasted? Is to slowly have the things you love taken away from you, slowly, piece by piece? Um, I don't know, because I, to be perfectly honest, I have not had this experience as I've aged. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just like wasn't it Job, uh, the trials guy? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm yeah. just living that Job life over here. I guess yeah. Um, next is gonna be like boils. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna get some boils. <laughs> I tell you truly, there is n- we're at the ground floor. There is nowhere else to go at this point. Because, look, a little bit I'm with you on the dairy. I can't do ice cream and I can't do milk. Not that I really did milk a whole lot. Yeah, anyway. We are adults. We we don't drink milk. Yeah. Those, easily replaced. Yeah. Um, Cheese, uh, that's fine. I can do cheese all day. Uh, Cream cheese, hell yeah, baby. Um, That's that's the only thing that's been taken from me. It's pretty good. And... Yeah. Yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, now, have I had some medical issues? Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Does does my body uh, sound like popcorn as I move most of the day? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I've heard it, baby. You are Orville Redenbacher over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am also plagued with um, a seemingly unending uh, elbow pain mm. that has made uh, disc golf f- fun to play, not fun after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, mine's less of the gastric stuff and more of the musculoskeletal sort of de- de- uh, decomposition. Yeah, which I will say I don't envy you because, I mean, if I have to blast my butt routinely on the reg, mm-hmm. at least my body is sound enough once I'm done. Like, I'm hardy as a horse. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, no. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I have to have a toilet nearby at most points sure. during the day. But if, if physical exercise is required, uh, I am right there, baby. I am in it. Yeah, whereas, uh, my, you know, my, my, my gastric system, A-OK, aside yeah. from the constant acid reflux that I've had since before college... Um, but I do have strict orders from a physical therapist to never do push-ups ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I knew about you for, you know, before this. And, uh, I think about that probably once a week, Sam. And that is not yeah. a joke. I just think about the fact that your physical therapist is like, if you do a push-up or one pull-up, you will explode. Essentially. I will, I will explode my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never move again. Yeah. So the the funny thing about this is I feel like our aging plagues have been fit to us perfectly. Because if I had your butt problems, I I would not be able to handle it. True. Given my sort of germophobia and stuff, yeah, would yeah, not yeah. work for me. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like you would uh, rather drop dead than have my poor crackly body. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked out. So this out. is perfect. So this yeah. is great. Yeah. <laughs> Put us together, we're a dead 80-year-old man. I was about to say, we're just your average geriatric. Um, <laughs> <laughs> body doesn't work, butt doesn't work, mind's going. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of the whole works. Yeah. Um, sorry, the last thing I have to say about the Taco Bell. Sure. Uh, Rumi is not a big fan of Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, just sort of a good policy there. Yeah, but uh, my wife pitched it as, get the quesadilla, it slaps. No. So, well, here's where we're going. So the quesadilla was consumed, uh, let's say probably three-fifths of the quesadilla was, was consumed. Uh, mm-hmm. To which I said, not a fan of the quesadilla, huh? And the roomie said, uh, no, it's congealed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I love about that, mm-hmm. it's, it's so pure and it's so innocent because it implies that a Taco Bell quesadilla can come in any other state of matter other than congealed. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I've done some things to my body. The watch, Sam, uh, to loop us back since we're 15 minutes into this. Um, <laughs> it, the watch was fine. The, the preamble mm-hmm. to it 
is is was a roll of the dice and it will either sure. come out here's how it's going to work out it's either going to be a nat 20 critical roll or it's going to be a nat 1 and i'm going to die hey quick question knowing what i know about your sort of digestive system is a nat 20 just like still on the upper end of the bristol scale <laughs> <laughs> a nat 20 is i don't notice any difference if i wake up tomorrow and have yes yeah okay yeah, yeah I see, okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's like if you live on a volcano that rumbles mm-hmm. every now and then and if you wake up the next day and it just kind of rumbles but doesn't explode great day mm-hmm. no issues living on the volcano <laughs> okay excellent Love it. Yeah. I love it. So, Sam, that was a lot of how my watch was. Uh, how was yours? I ordered Chinese food. It was delicious and had no broken glass this time. Ooh, choice. I love that you rolled the dice again with, I assume, the same spot. Yeah. I, look, I was worried about it. Mm-hmm. But, as I pointed out, uh, I neither died nor had my insides eviscerated when I did eat the glass last time. True. So, <laughs> still tasty. It just had a little glass in it. It just had so, a little bit of extremely dangerous material in it. Sure. Uh, but it didn't make me sick. Yeah. So, yeah, which is good. So yeah, uh, kind of a win-win. Yeah, really. I mean, you ate good food and you didn't die, which is... You know, right now, I'm zero for two, possibly, yeah. on both of those. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what I'm really amazed by is that a DoorDash order for Taco Bell does not come with a therapist. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, too, if I'm honest. Or, like, just a quick note from the Dasher that's like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> Are you I, see I don't I don't think they need to do that because obviously you're not. <laughs> yeah. Obviously something has gone wrong. Mhm. That you've landed in this position. Now, okay. Exactly. So I think talk Taco Bell's in most of the world, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, probably. Um so I think you know that's got a lot of appeal um to our broader audience. Uh Arby's though. I don't believe has... So we're going to get kind of U.S. regional here for a second. Sam, uh-huh. is it worse to DoorDash Arby's or is it worse to DoorDash Taco Bell? I'll put it to you this way. Instead of answering your question, you DoorDash Taco Bell comes with a therapist. You DoorDash Arby's comes with a pre-written suicide note. <laughs> <laughs> Just stapled to the bag covered in grease mm-hmm. <laughs> it just says this is the note <laughs> and then yeah. it has your doordash receipt stapled to it yeah it says i doordashed arby's now you get it mm-hmm. yeah yeah they have the meats sam they have the meats <laughs> that is their honest to god fucking slogan <laughs> we have the it meats. is yeah are they good no mm-hmm but they have a lot of them. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. 
this this episode brought to you by uh, obviously Taco Bell. Um, yeah. And what is what is horrible <laughs> product placement? Not very well thought out on their end. Um, no, but no. We are saying it with the contractually obligated fifteen times. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, uh, Taco Bell. It'll keep you at the upper end of the Bristol scale. <laughs> Which is such a specific joke, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if if we get one person to look up the Bristol scale, I'll feel so accomplished. And if, yeah. you, d- if you do, please send me an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Yeah, tell Sam what you learned about your own poop. Uh, mm-hmm. Via the Bristol scale, exactly. Luke, what's the plot for a walk in the clouds? Honestly, we're doing pretty, minutes in. We're doing pretty good. We've gone way past twenty minutes before yeah. doing the plot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a walk in the clouds. Uh, it's nineteen forty. Let's say like five, five. six. Yeah. Um, post-war. Keanu Reeves returns from the war. It looks like he was deployed to the Pacific, if I had mm-hmm. to guess, based on his flashbacks, yep. uh, sort of his PTSD dreams. Um, yeah, and they're in San Francisco, so. Yeah, and they're in San Francisco. Good point. Um, and he returns to his goodly wife, uh, who he wrote to every single day while he was in the war, and she has not read word one. Of any of these letters, uh, it was sort of a shotgun wedding where a friend jokes as they're getting off the boat that, uh, you know, did you meet on Friday, uh, get married on Saturday, and you shipped out Sunday? And he's like, yep, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. All of this is relevant because uh, he is a traveling chocolate salesman, mm-hmm. and he gets shipped up the up the coast, uh, or sorry, inland to Sacramento. The armpit yeah. of California. <laughs> <laughs> and along the way, he gets kicked off a bus um, where he... Well, first he meets a woman on the bus uh, who he kind of has a connection with. And then he gets kicked off the bus uh, and finds out that it's her stop a little bit up the ways. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out her family owns a vineyard uh, in uh, Napa. She is in the family way. And... Does not have a husband, and her father is going to kill her, is what she tells Keanu. Yes. So the entire conceit of the movie is that Keanu pretends to be her husband and goes to the family farm in Napa, to the the family vineyard, uh, and pretends to be her husband so that she can save some face. And then the plan is that he will leave in the morning and uh, just pretend to abandon her because that is better in her family's eyes. Than yes. her not having a husband is that he shows up, makes you know some introductions, and then leaves. Now, Sam, none of that happens. Of course, this is a romance. No, so he it is. stays. They crush some grapes. He falls in love. There's some singing. There's some family stuff. Um, there's a dip. there's an annulment. There's an annulment where he dips back to San Francisco when things go kind of wrong. Then his wife hands him an annulment. Um, and then he races back up to Napa to seal the deal with Victoria, the woman in question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the most plot I've given in a, in a while on one yeah, of these. Yeah, you, you did leave out that the vineyard does burn. That's because it's a weird turn in the movie, isn't it? 
A little bit. <laughs> the whole a little bit. Thing. <laughs> it's it's a it's a pretty standard pure romance. Yeah. And then the vineyard burns. And then the entire vineyard burns down. At the end, yeah. we're talking the last literally like the last eight minutes, ten mm-hmm. minutes in the movie, there's a huge fire and the entire vineyard burns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it is so wild. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. But fortunately, we have the root of the grandpa bush. Yeah, the root of the grandpa bush does save the day. They can replant. Uh, although, as a person who works in the wine industry, I'm pretty sure that the vines will grow back quickly. But I don't believe it will produce fruitful grapes in like until like five years later. And hmm. none of them seem worried about that. Well, because it's the grandpa bush. It is the gran- grandpa's bush. Is ideal for emergency <laughs> scenarios. Oh yeah, uh, you gotta get way down near the root, but Grandpa's bush got you covered. Got you covered and Grandpa covered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, what did you think of a walk in the clouds? There is no good. There is no bad. Sam, this movie is romantic. Damn it! You took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> And this movie is hella romantic. Yeah, what did you is. think of this? It, yeah, no, I was going to say romantic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I was unsure. Um, because I've only recently sort of come around to rom-coms. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a romantic comedy for those of you not in the industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and man, you got to tame down the jargon. We've been getting emails. It's like, Sam... In his Hollywood speak, he's got to tame it down. You'd never think that I'm just just a good old boy from Arkansas. Yeah. Um, but um, but I, you know, I don't actually know that I had seen a, a pure romance. Sure. Uh, which is interesting because when I was asking my wife about it, and she said that she did like, um. A, a romance I said now that's interesting because I've never seen you watch a romance movie a uh, a The Notebook a Chocolat a Walk to Remember Captain mm-hmm. Corelli's Mandolin any of these things I have not seen you you watch which I don't know why I know so many pure romance yeah. movies what the actual fuck my dude that deserves applause I feel like I should be giving you a standing <laughs> ovation <laughs> Really, I feel like Captain Corelli's Mandolin is one that has lived rent-free in my head since the movie trailers came out. <laughs> that's... Uh, yeah. That's like if I knew, like, a disturbing amount about uh, sandwiches served at a specific deli in Jersey that I've sure. never been to. Yeah. It, so here's the thing. I could know calculus, but instead I know the names of Captain Corelli's Mandolin and Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah. Yeah. I, have I seen either of these? No. And I know all 12 of the sandwiches served at Giuseppe's Sub Hut in Trenton, New Jersey. So. Yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, the, the meatball, because he doesn't make his meatballs out of the typical pork and beef blend. Uh-huh. No, baby. It's Swedish style. It's all, oops, all horse. 
Oh no, a Tesco meatball. <laughs> a Tesco meatball. <laughs> <sighs> That's um, rough. Yeah, yeah, man. And instead of marinara, it's lingonberries. It's it's got a whole IKEA thing going on. Huh? This is really strange that it's Giuseppe's Sub Shop in New Jersey, Excuse and it's you. got a real Swedish bin. Giuseppe's Sub Hut. Um, Whatever. <laughs> he was really particular uh, when I phoned him up to ask about all of the sandwiches uh-huh. that he makes in detail. Um, yeah, it's a weird cultural exchange. For sure. Now, when he answers the phone, is it, yeah, this is Giuseppe? No, it's just, hey, this is Giuseppe. Hey, it's Giuseppe. Hey. You want some extra lingonberry jam? You want, that, shit. Uh, you want that lingonberry on that dead horse? I got, mm. I got. Love, <laughs> love a dead fucking horse. You'd never believe what I do with the head. Yes, you would. I put it in the bed of my enemy. Ah, it's a fucking uh, classic. Here's your sub. That'll be $45. This is a boutique. $45? <laughs> That's a bespoke sandwich in front of you. I am going this, out of business. Yeah, this business will not last. Yeah. I'm worried for Giuseppe now. Much like Movie Pass, it's, uh, it's burning through cash. Mm-hmm. That's what it's doing. Speaking of movies, this one. Yeah. Did the romance work for you? Oh, hell yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Worked in a big, big way. Because Sam, it didn't, so sometimes, I mean, this character arc, like, you know, a pretend relationship is like fanfic 101. Sure. Um, Pretend relationship. They hit all the highlights. Oops, there's only one bed. Um, They have to... Yeah. I'm. Can I stop you right there? Yeah. With, Oops, there's only one bed. I am very sorry to stop your train of thought, but this bed, we got to talk about this bed situation. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. yeah, because here's the bed situation, folks. She is so Victoria is the love interest is making the bed with her mom, and it's her parents' bed, and her mom is like. My mom fucked on this bed. My grandma fucked on yep. this bed. I fucked on this bed. And now you're gonna fuck you're, on this bed. Here, you're gonna here fuck. are the special fuck sheets. Yeah. That have to be so crispy. <laughs> yeah. The original thread count does not matter on these puppies. No. That's a number oh. lost to time at this point. It's like sleeping on a fucking tortilla chip. <laughs> yep and you're adding your own salsa um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your own crema if you will mm, yep <laughs> so yeah and she says this like it's the most normal thing in the world to be like your wedding yeah. i know this isn't well that's the other thing too she's like i know this isn't your first night together but to me it will be you're like, yeah. Okay, that's a horrifying thing. That yeah, you're gonna be thinking about us while we're going mm-hmm. to Pound Town. Exactly. And so I asked McKenna. I said, "Could you do this?" And she said, "Sleep, fuck in your parents' bed." 
and and she went what and i said fuck in my parents bed and she said while they know about it and i said ostensibly yes and she said absolutely not yeah i think i would rather go back to san francisco and jump off the golden gate bridge um yeah i would rather DoorDash some arby's <laughs> these are equivalent we've established yes yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so I, I just had to get that out there that, yeah. uh, that that was the bad situation because it is horrible and buck wild and so many generations of, of goof juice on those sheets. Yeah. Sorry. Now I'm just, pro- yeah, it's a lot, yeah. man. What the fuck were we talking about before we landed on this bed? Uh, we were talking about uh, if the romance worked for you. You oh. said, you know, th- there's only one bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So essentially, I mean, it hits all the, like, really juicy fanfic cliches. And I I was such mm-hmm. a sucker for it. My favorite, though, Sam, because this movie, they don't... Pr- like, sometimes in this arc, they will kind of, like, pretend like they're not falling in love or act really coy about it. Uh-huh. Um, in this one, no, 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 no. They're barreling headlong into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite is yeah. when uh, there's a freeze in effect and they have like a bunch of like, I don't know, pylons, yes. whatever you want to call them. Okay. This was, surely there's a better way to warm up grapes. I, I think this may be how you do it. I refuse to believe that. Okay. Because th- this is a bunch of like yeah f- flame columns that you then <laughs> go next to with like fans for arms like yeah. you're a bird yeah like and bird. you just waft yeah hey if you're a vintner fucking get after us man i mean i know yeah. some folks but i'm not gonna bug them so if you're yeah. listening and you're you're one of those people that are in the know hanksypanksypod at gmail.com uh, yeah, let Sam us know up. how you warm your grapes. Yeah, and we're talking about your your fruits on the vine, not your testicles. Although, if you want to tell us how you warm your testicles, too. No, no. Luke, I read these emails. I don't yeah. want that. That's true. I, I don't want that. Shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, but in this scene, uh, she's teaching him how to fly, quote unquote, how mm-hmm. to be a bird, you know, a person with yeah. uh, wings for arms, um, to flap the right way. They are smack dab, like back back to chest on this experience. Uh, nu- nuts to butts. Nuts to butts, yes, thank you. They are completely nuts to butts for no reason, going along and having a real sexy time of it. And yeah. <laughs> it's, there's no pretense that they're pretending. Um, yeah, it is, it is an astoundingly erotic scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to be shot next to frozen grapes and a column of flame. And a column of flame. Yeah. So, did the romance work for me? Yes. Yes, it did, Sam. This movie was just endlessly enjoyable on the romance front. Uh, it was a good mm-hmm. time. Now, what did you think about the romance? So, uh, I wasn't sure about this movie. Because while I was looking up where to stream it and all that, I did see the description. And I said, ooh, <laughs> Not sure. Don't know yeah. that I love this. 
And uh, Kenna was kind of in the same boat. She was like, I don't know that I'm going to watch this. Sucked us right in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got sucked all the way in until until the f- the fire until, the the fire yeah. really pulled pulled Kenna right out. And at the end of the movie, she said uh, that she did like it, except she wished that it had not been over the course of four fucking days. Yeah, four days, real short, and the fire is a and is the fire. It's like if okay, so um, you've got mail, right? Um, uh-huh. it's like if Tom Hanks got mugged in the last 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's such a weird change of pace. And then we get this bizarre scene of Keanu walking through essentially Mordor mm-hmm. to go to the grandpa bush and rip it from the ground roots intact. Yeah. Like it's the sword in the stone. It's such a weird shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, 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 it's, I, what? I mean, I think it's because they were growing the very promising but very risky gasoline grape varietal. Mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is dangerous because traditionally, these kinds of these vines and the fruits they don't light very easily so even if there's a fire in napa mm-hmm. your vineyard is pretty safe so yeah it's a risk growing the gasoline version of these yeah. plants but the flavor sam i put it to you oh nothing else like it yeah you can't beat the flavor the like ethanol that's produced mm-hmm. by the fermentation process with gasoline powered grapes Ooh, oh yeah buddy and unleaded. I know you are all worried about it. It yeah. is unleaded, these grapes. Um, but yeah, because, like, I know you're hearing us say that the, the vineyard goes up in flames, and you've probably got, like, a loose idea of it. You're wrong. I don't care what you're thinking. You are 100% wrong. Because the, the dad, uh, Victoria's dad, throws a lantern at Keanu. Keanu dodges it. It crashes near a, a, a plant. The plant immediately <laughs> up in flames. Yeah. And then it just goes down the line of each fucking row of, of grape vines like they are all doused in gasoline. Yeah. I mean, I like, I don't know that I've ever seen anything light up like this. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they they typically are too wet for that yeah, to happen. It's, um, it's just so wild to see just these jets of flame streaking down the vines. Yeah, it's a lot, and it's it's clearly mm-hmm. a choice. It's a choice they've made for the end of this film. I think it's because they didn't know how to end it, and they just wanted to inject some drama. So fucking sure. torch it, baby. That's how I... And if I don't know what to do, Molotov cocktail, baby. Just chuck it. See, I think there is one reason that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... So earlier at some sort of, like, market or something, um, Keanu gives Victoria his bronze star that he was awarded in, in the war Yeah. Uh, to give to their to her baby their baby her baby and um and she asks 
what he got it for, and he said, Courage Under Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's literally the only reason they set the place on fire, so that they could show Keanu jumping through flames to save her brother. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it have been pretty funny if he said, here's my bronze star, please take this for your baby, and she just looked at it and then said, this isn't age appropriate. This... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the baby the baby didn't earn this. The baby didn't earn this. It's too pointy. Um mm-hmm. no. What what do you want him to do with this? Yeah, it's a baby. Keanu. Yeah. It's a baby. They it's don't... a baby. <laughs> what is a baby gonna do with a bronze star, Keanu? Yeah. He didn't fight in the war. He didn't earn this. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna He's not going to play with it. Do you want him to sell it? (laughs) Do you want him to pawn it when he's 35 (laughs) and desperate for cash when he's so strapped Mm -hmm. and his old (laughs) old ball and chains on him day in, day in, and day out to get a job, but he can't find anything on the market, so he's got to pawn it? Is that what you want, Keanu? What the fuck, Keanu? This is a baby. This is a baby. Um, yeah, so, okay. We got a bad kiss in here. Hmm, okay, which one? The first one, between Keanu and Victoria. I see. Real slow, real clunky, lot of lip, lot of tongue. It's just, and none of it's matching up together. We got, like, lip kind of, uh, sort of side of the mouth. We got a tongue just sort of lolling out there somewhere in there. Right. It's, uh, and it's all very slow and very close, so you can see every weird little movement. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll give you this one. Didn't move me yeah. in particular. I'm willing to give it up. Yeah, auction it off, buddy. I, yeah. You sold. Sold on this weird kiss. Ooh, I don't, I don't want it, though. Hmm. I, so what do you what do you what do, what, do, what, do, what do you have to say here? Sexy fruit gushers. Sexy fruit gushers. Sexy fruit gushers, is what I'm calling it. Now, do you know what I'm talking about? Because that would be amazing. Are, are you talking about the fruit stomping? I am talking about when they crush the grapes, and it's like weirdly erotic. Okay, you and I. Not on the same page. No, I'm not saying it's erotic for me. I'm saying mm-hmm. the intent is to make it weirdly erotic. Ah, uh, okay. Much it like uh, much like the in the last episode, there was that uh-huh. erotic porpoise, the erotic dolphin. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. To someone, that's a very erotic aquatic mammal. Sure. And yeah, I assume to your run-of-the-mill foot fetishist, this was Ooh, chef's that's a good point. Kiss. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, did not love it. Because seems like there's a better better way to crush grapes than with your feet. Your dirty fucking feet. Yeah. Your feet that have trod over the just raw ground... That have probably walked into a bathroom earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Don't don't put those feet. Also, there has to be a more efficient way. 
to crush the grapes. So you're saying take, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got a point. I mean, modern, modern, yeah, you crush the grapes in modern times. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, people made wine like this for thousands of years and no one died. So. Well, well, their life expectancy was a lot shorter. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, going, you know, call back. Uh, eat good food. Don't die from it. You know they they hit number one. They drank some great wine, and mm-hmm. then uh, probably hit number two as well and didn't die. Unlike my Taco Bell experience. Yeah, I just feel like there's gonna be a bit of foot flavor in that wine. And mm. also, what really got me in this one is that she starts like whipping her hair through the the yes. grape mush. Sexy fruit that- gushers. Yeah. And that that can't be good. And then she falls in it. So now her butt's in it. And I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, that's no good. Def- yeah, I don't think no matter where you stand on the foot fetishist stomping of the grapes, uh, putting your whole ass in the musk, that ain't yeah. no good. That's no good. Yeah, but butthole wine, no thank you. Yeah, butthole wine is no good. Uh, yeah. Um, also... They're singing a song the entire time that we adored because it is crush the grapes, crush the grapes. And it's just that. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And folks, the scene's pretty lengthy. And I got to tell you, you're you're probably thinking, well, they don't sing crush the grapes the whole time. They do. They they absolutely do. The whole like, what, eight minute segment? Mm hmm. It's yeah. just crush the grapes, crush the grapes, crush the grapes. Yeah, and it kind of, it's this weird, almost tuneless chant. Yeah, yeah, um, which is a really good segue to Keanu singing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it is. What do I want to even say about Keanu singing in this By film? his own admission... He is not good at singing. And as someone who is also not good at singing, Keanu, I'm right there with you, brother. Uh, (laughs) You and I, we got the same knack for for singing a a tune, singing for our supper. Can't do it. Going Mm. hungry. Yeah, not a meal to be had for either one of you on this night. Absolutely Um, not. Yeah, it ain't great. I think he's right. I think he's right on the money. He knows what he's about. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird that they, like, they had to have shot this and quickly found out that Keanu can't sing, and then they were like, eh, use it anyway, I guess. Yeah. We won't, like, change the scene or anything. We'll just let him sing mm-hmm. or try. It's, it's an odd choice. Um, hey, I have a theory about this movie, though. Yes. So, Keanu and Victoria, the love interest, uh, speak often and very loudly about their scenario in this Mm -hmm. movie. They will be like, but you're, you're, you're already married. You'll be like, there, you'll find someone, I promise. Like, there's someone out there for you. So my Mm -hmm. theory, there's a lot of staff at this estate. Ooh, yeah. 
They've overheard it. They, I like to think that oh. this entire movie, her dad and her mom and her, I guess her grandparents, are the only people that haven't figured this out. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, there's some real, like, Downton Abbey stuff happening. I've yes. never watched Downton Abbey. I don't know if that's part of it. <laughs> Went for it anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's some real Downton Abbey stuff happening where down in the servants' quarters, they're like, can you believe this shit? Yeah, can you believe these two chuckle fucks? And they're just being the, so loud about it. And the dead doesn't fucking know somehow? These people. These fucking people. These fucking people. Yeah. Yep, 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 now, yep. I, I do want to talk about the Grandpa Pedro. Yeah. Um, first of all, loved him. Second of all, um, I expected him to die in every sentence. Because mm, yeah. his, his delivery of every su- sentence sounded like it was going to be his last. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever wondered what it would be like if an actor went through a script and delivered every single line like it was like the death dialogue, like the last line right before that character dies in the movie, but did that for every single line, got the movie for you. It's this one. Yeah. Because, again, he's such a fun character, but also you think he's never going to make it to the end of his sentence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At any moment, he can make a face and just topple over, and that'd be it. Is especially when he shows Keanu the grandpa bush, because he mm. gets up there and he's like huffing and puffing because he's dr- drunk, I think, and has also been like hiking or something. Sure. <laughs> and he gets up there, and I'm like, he's gonna die at the grandpa bush. <laughs> I was just thinking about it real quick. You know how, like, some people smoke weed before they go on a hike and they, like, Uh commute with nature and stuff? I don't think drunk hiking has ever really had its day in the sun, has it? I don't know that it should. Oh, I don't think it should at all. I don't think I... You know what? (laughs) Hike sober, but (laughs) I just think it's funny that, hey, man, you want to hit this... You want to do, like, half a a bottle of brandy before Mm -hmm. we hit this trail? (laughs) Yeah, I think pretty quickly people found out that that's a no-go because they got lost and then vomited in the woods. And yeah. they're like, this <laughs> this did not work the way I wanted it to. Maybe drinking a pint of mezcal before hitting this trail that I found on all trails was not a good idea, turns out. Uh, Luke? Yeah. I, I think I, I would like for you to, to throw on a little cardigan. Okay. Um, some nice uh, woolly socks, mm-hmm. and uh, and a comfortable pair of trousers because it's time to come with me down uh, history lane. Oh well, what a treat! Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, Keanu killed Hitler. Hmm. Yeah. Now, famously, kind of thought Hitler took care of that one. That's what you would think, but Luke. First of all, we have uh, Keanu Reeves, who's off in the war, uh, and his involvement in the war is pretty nebulous. Um, but also, Luke, what is an actor if not a professional liar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even, I, I can't fight you on that one. That one just makes sense. 
Yeah, so Keanu earned his Bronze Star Courage Under Fire by sneaking and lying his way into the bunker, getting alone with Hitler, blowing his brains out. Hmm. And then being like, dude did it himself. Hmm. What a shame, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a history fact. I've got one more history fact. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The baby mm-hmm. that, that is inside Victoria. Yeah. That baby grew up to be Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. Turns out uh, the, the, the biological dad, pure evil. Mm, man, you hate to hear that. No one wants to be mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell's parents. No. No, you don't. Keanu, very disappointed. Victoria, yeah. equally disappointed. Uh, the the biological dad, pretty happy. Pretty happy, wherever he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty pleased with that one. Nice. Well, is that all you had from yeah. uh, the walk down history lane? Yeah, that's that's history lane. Those are two pretty juicy nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Say, is that all? As if those weren't two pretty shocking like that revelations. Was nothing. Yeah. Um, real quick. So, Keanu's job in this is a chocolate salesman, which is nothing, but also sounds like the job of any person on House Hunters. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Hi, wondering. I, I, I sell chocolate. I have a budget of $1.3 million. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and my wife is a professional crayon melter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're looking for something on the beach. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, our budget is $1.7 million. Um, is, can you think of a more comical job for him to have? Hmm. Internet salesman. An internet salesman in 1945. Yeah, you'd sound like a fucking lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) You do, you do. Can you imagine coming back? Okay, let's say I get a time machine. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go make millions by inventing the internet in 1945. But I don't know how to do that, Sam. Exactly. (laughs) Hey... It's a thing where there's pipes that connect all of us, and you can, like, transmit data packets through them. And, uh-huh. hey, where are you going? <laughs> wait. wait. Yeah, well, hold on. Hold on. You know how you have a TV? Yeah. Okay. Now, imagine that your TV, you can type into it, and it does the things that you want it to do. Okay? Uh, you have that, yeah? No. Anyway, your, your type <laughs> TV connects to my type TV, connects to everybody's type TV through a series of pipes and waves and something, and we can all talk to each other on our TVs that type. Yeah, and also 70% of the stuff that we type is porn. Yeah, so. most of it is porn. Can I... Do you want to buy some? <laughs> Would you like to buy an internet, please? Mm-hmm. From me? It's $5. Yeah. Which is 1945. Yeah, see, I'm th- I'm thinking ahead. Inflation, yeah. baby. Inflation. Oh yeah, I think that would do it. That'd probably do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, the internet salesman, that's... that's... <laughs> Son, what do you sell? The internet. The fuck is that? Well... Um... <laughs> Yeah, you got you got anything else to say about this? I got two. I got well, one related thought, but two locations. Uh, one never makes it to Sacramento in this movie. Fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be in Sacramento. And then two, when he's going back to San Francisco, he hitchhikes. Oh, I want to talk about that too, really quickly. But anyway, he's hitchhiking, and the guy's like, uh, he says, "I'm going to San Francisco," and he says, "I can take you essentially as far as Marin County." Fucking stay there, Keanu. It's Marin County. <laughs> stay in San Rafael. What are you doing, bud? <laughs> um. Anyway, hitchhiking really quick. You couldn't go anywhere in 1945 because every time you saw a, a soldier trying to hitchhike, you gotta pick those dudes up. They fought in fucking Normandy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta give them a ride. You can't go anywhere though. It's gonna take you ages. You had to drive with blinders, like mm-hmm. a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I I didn't see him. I don't know. I didn't see one of America's finest, uh, one of mm-hmm. America's greatest heroes uh, on the side of the road just trying to go to uh, San Rafael. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's all yeah. I got, Sam. Well, hey, uh, it's a good point, and I don't know how anybody got anywhere. And Yeah. You know, nope, I don't know what I was going to say. Nice. So, uh, let's talk about next week. Okay. Where we will be watching. I get it. We'll be watching 1996's Chain Reaction. Ooh. Yes. And I've double-checked. He's on the poster. Okay. So, have you seen Chain Reaction? I have not seen Chain Reaction. Okay. What do you think Chain Reaction is about? Keanu Reeves is a professional domino setter, baby. Oh, fuck. So he's he gets he's all about setting up dominoes uh, for giant marketing campaigns. It's like you smack mm-hmm. it and like tumbles in a really cool way and spells out, like, Pepsi... Or it's like that famous, it's a Domino's version of that Pepsi ad everyone loved. With it had uh-huh. uh, the protests and how it could all be solved by Pepsi. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Everyone loved that ad. Everyone loved it. It was so good. It brought the country, the country together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then uh, he finds out that one of his Domino's, the campaign, they snuck in a little Da Vinci Code action. And now oh. he's on the run. He's looking for other Domino's. Other domino puzzles. He's got. He's got a chain reaction. He's got to, you know, set off a bunch of dominoes, baby, until he finds all the oh, answers. Oh shit! Oh damn! It maybe marries the Christ child. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Huh? That's complicated. Yeah. Um, so that's and also begs. Yeah. Begs the question: Why it wouldn't have been called the domino effect? Well, it was originally based on a German <laughs> opera. Uh, so they just did a direct translation. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Now, what do you think Chain Reaction is about? I have two ideas. All right. Pitch me both. Okay. Um, 
First one, Keanu Reeves is stopping Three Mile Island. Interesting. The the nuclear power plant disaster. Yeah, yeah, I'm following. I'm following. Yeah. Radioactive cows, etc. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the second idea, uh, Keanu Reeves is Rube Goldberg. Now we're fucking talking. Yes. 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 Holy shit. A man gifted in the art of making entirely useless but awe-inspiring contraptions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's it's all about how he's trying to sort of peddle his his skills and everyone's like this is fucking stupid though i can just open the refrigerator and he's like no but <laughs> you you have to make a marble fall into a cup full of water that scares a cat that you know sets a towel on fire that yeah and they're like but i can just open the fridge but i can just i can just crack an egg i can just exactly. do that that's <laughs> i don't need all of this rube yeah this is half my house. Yeah. I don't need this. I don't even eat eggs that often. Oh, so fuck yes. So I think that's what chain reaction is. Love it. I really hope that's it. Me too, man. Me fucking too. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can uh, send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. We're also on Mastodon at HanksyPanksy at home.social. And, of course, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. Uh, we got fun stuff over there. The aforementioned Pokemon ranking, but not in the way that you think. And uh, chuck us enough money, you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Fellas, I'll set your vineyards on fire. Mmm. Tasty. Sensual mm-hmm. and a threat. You yes. love it. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do, and it is, My great-grandfather lived to 106, and he used salt like a fish. <laughs> God. Damn it. <laughs> well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1996's Chain Reaction. <laughs>